0: Greetings survivors and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is day 982 that we've been broadcasting. We've been reflecting a lot lately on the beginning of the apocalypse with Sherman's diary and our own reflections on the beginning days. We've had a lot of letters over the past couple of years sent to us by people telling of their experiences. I'm continuing that trend today with some of my own musings on how things happened in the beginning and where they've gone since then. In contrast to how he thought that they'd go, Agnes is the one who has always kept a journal through everything, and like she said, hers is a lot of thoughts and feelings, whereas Sherman's diary did a lot less reflection and a lot more chronicling of events. I haven't read the whole thing, but Agnes has talked about it a lot since his experience was so different from ours. In contrast to the gradual shutting down of society that Sherman experienced, things were very sudden here. We were somehow very insulated from the experiences of other areas and didn't realize the seriousness of what was going on elsewhere. It was thrust upon us in no uncertain terms that this was it. The situation was dire from the word go. I can't help but wonder what it would have been like had there been time for things to develop differently from a practical standpoint those who lived and those who died in the very beginning depended entirely upon who obeyed the lockdown and who didn't people like us who literally sheltered where we were without going out of doors for days were the early survivors while those who didn't were the ones who got bitten creating the massive numbers of zombies that not only filled the streets in the beginning, but continue to roam to this day. After that, it became nothing but a math problem. It only takes one bite per zombie put down to maintain those numbers. The exponential curve at the beginning was so steep that even though it flattened out over time, Even now, years later, the number of zombies out there is insurmountable. There have been times, especially in the first few weeks, when I wanted to just leave. Ignore the lockdown and just go. Agnes and Max talked me out of it every time. They convinced me that leaving the station wasn't worth it. Despite being the practical one of the group, as I have been known to be, I was the one in the beginning that had the hardest time staying put despite knowing that it was the best course of action. I may have been the one that put together our water purification system and worked out our bathroom situation and taught the others how to harvest food from the sea, but it was Agnes with her visions of Anne Frank in the annex and Max with his notions of a doomsday prepper survival bunker they really hunkered down when we needed to. The first couple of months were really the hardest, mentally and emotionally. The stress of what was going on all around us was hard for everybody. Not knowing what was going to happen, even in the short term, let alone the long term, was difficult for everyone. I was tired all the time, despite the fact that I'm used to the rigor of academic life. It was like having all of this time on my hands was more exhausting than the busy life I was used to. I kept mostly to myself for a very long time. I didn't plan on Agnes and Max becoming my family. Looking back, I can't really pinpoint when we actually settled into the new normal. It was a gradual process that happens much more slowly than I would have thought. Some things we accepted right away and were easy for us to adopt as part of our lives. There are things that I think I'm still not used to, even now. Then, of course, there's the broadcast and how that's played out. I have to admit, Max's early insistence that we get back on the air turned out to really be for the best for all of us. At one point, he pitched it to me that we would be able to offer advice like purifying water and other practical aspects of survival, an angle he took for my benefit, I'm sure. And I have to say, it worked. I got on board with the crazy idea of broadcasting every day, even though practical survival tips are the least often touched upon topic that we ever discuss. I haven't looked back. I don't think Max could have predicted the direction that this show has taken, either. But he's happy with it, nonetheless. He keeps us all going, regardless of whatever else we were dealing with. Dare I say, it's quite often the most purposeful part of many days. So here we are, we're hanging in, day to day. Week to week, nothing is normal and may never be again, but we're making it, and you are too. Take care of each other.